0: It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to EntrepreneurMealPlan.com.
1: A why watch that sneak peek. Guys, we have a, a couple sneak sneak peeks for you, and uh, we, we're just saying this before all of our segments. We just want to let you know that we at Why Watch That are completely aware of what's going on in our country right now in America. If you're listening, and we just um, we're just offering a little tiny slice of 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 just. If you just need a little little break, just a tiny one, yeah. um, from consuming a lot of that. It is a very hurtful situation, but I really feel like um, if we just constantly consume it, it could be even more challenging to maneuver through the day. So what do we do best here? What can we offer here to you other than, you know, free movies, which... We can, we have those giveaways, sometimes, <laughs> but we can at least steer you toward some of these movies that are coming to you on video on demand. Um, as of taping, we all know that the theaters are closed, but it doesn't mean that stories are going to be, you know, stopped. They're just going to keep going and going. And so that's what we're offering for you. Um, just, just to take a little
0: break from we just need some sunshine please
1: so, well do, the question is do these show? do these movies <laughs> offer that that's the that, real question so but with that being said you got a chance to see two movies one of them being judy and punch which is going to be on video demand on june 5th but you know if things open up properly you know we could see it in the theater, maybe? I don't know. I, I, at this point, we're recording. It's June 1st tomorrow. So I don't think it's going to make it um, particularly, but you can at least check it out in the comfort of your own home. This is written and directed by Mira Folks, or uh, Folklays. Or, I'm Folks. Um, it is not the kind of cast that you're just gonna if we start listing people off you're gonna go oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i know all these people you may recognize some of these people but I, quite frankly i think a lot of them are european um well maybe i don't think they're uk i don't, i'm not sure some of these faces i feel like i've seen in some yeah. british dramas but it is headlined by um mia while how do you say her last name? I always butcher it. Uh,
0: Vassikovska.
1: Vasikovska. Vasikovska. It's, the, it's with a W, but you have to do the va. And um, Damon Harriman and I, some faces that I think are familiar, but I'm not going to list anymore. Yeah. Because you you can get into that. What is this about? Is this really something? Is this worth our uh, deterrence? Is this worth, you know, is this... It's, I mean, sometimes it's good to shout at the screen. Just be like, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" You know, yeah. you need that every once in a
0: while. Yeah, that might that might be the experience for many if they watch this. Um, uh, it it's a particular taste. I'll put it that way. And I, I believe it's it's Australian, right? Australian. So mm-hmm. Okay,
1: that. But I feel like I've seen some of these people in British, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, you have. Um, oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. You know,
0: but but you know, it's Australian. Um, and we know that Australian cinema can <laughs> can be challenging. Yeah. They have they have a strong sense of how to tell a story. So this is, if you know them, this is the punch and Judy dolls. So this isn't light fair. Okay. Mm. So it's it's just like that where you know, it's these puppets, if you don't know, who fight. And it's a man and his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is like a period piece. Who knows when we are? Um, and and what we see is the couple behind these two dolls. So the, the face of the couple is Mr. Punch himself, played by Damon Harriman. And, you know, this is like, think of the times of, of Shakespeare when you had theater and that kind of house and you had to come out and talk to the people and set it up and all of that. So it starts with Judy, played by Mia, doing that, setting up Mr. Punch, the great Mr. Punch. He's a genius, he's famous. And he's looking for someone to come and discover him and take them to the world. He knows it's imminent. So we see at the beginning what this Judy and Punch thing is all about. Uh, and, And Judy is not just some wallflower who says, oh yes, whatever you want, Punch. I mean, she's his wife. They do have a a young baby. But she has thoughts of her own. And maybe she's really the genius behind the duo. So she recommends to him that they do things a little differently. Maybe a little less punch. But does he listen? And over the course of the movie, things happen because punch really isn't that smart and he's not that responsible. And Judy can't be there all the time. She can't be there to watch the baby all the time. You know, there are other things that need to get done. So what happens when she leaves the home and comes back? What does she discover? And what is Punch's reaction to her reaction, which is justified? And then in the end, is there some sort of revenge that Judy can have? Because somebody's supposed to be dead. But okay. the question is, who is that? Because at the time, they were also, this was the time of when they thought that, you know, women who knew something were witches and that kind of stuff. So this is really a revenge piece in the end. And they do try to make it something that's timely, where, you know, look, this these are women who are being abused um, and they want to fight back. Now, this isn't the kind of uh, movie where it's a lot of abuse and it's this whole dark thing. It's not that. It's a black comedy. So that's what's happening here. So as a review, what I would say is I'm watching it, and I go, okay, look, if if you like the Brothers Grimm, that movie, which wasn't that oh, good, okay. yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's that kind of thing. It, you know, again, it's kind of pseudo Shakespearean, but then they do this other stuff. They had these these parts at the end, Ref, where they the actual humans started mimicking the puppets. I was like, why don't you go there? Like, do more of that. It just seemed a bit tame. And I, it, for something where you know they're trying to do something strong, it was strange. So I was just like, why don't you just go all the way there? why don't you go all the way artistically and let us see what it is and let it land where it is. I just wasn't sure that they were clear on exactly how they wanted to tell this story. So it's kind of muddled in the end. It wasn't quite that funny and it wasn't quite that scary. And then as a result, the revenge doesn't quite land as they wanted it to.
1: Well, here's the deal. It's out June 5th. People can check it out for themselves um, but I think that's a good word of caution, I guess. <laughs> Just, but you did get a chance to check out something else, Shirley, which has a very interesting release. Um, it's releasing, you know. It, it. You also can get, you know, watch Shirley on June fifth at participating drive-ins and such. It'll be available on Hulu, video on demand. And I'm not sure what virtual cinemas are out, because I haven't really taken a deep dive into that. But regardless, you got a chance to see it. Now, the star of this um, movie that's directed by Josephine Decker, written by Sarah Gubbins, based off the novel by Susan Scarf Morell, the star is someone who's quickly becoming a Paul Dano to me. (laughs) (laughs) And a Kelvin Harris Jr. Now, if you know anything that we've been talking about, Paul Dano and Kelvin... see that coming. (laughs) Listen, those two actors are some of the finest young actors around in Hollywood. But they often have played really creepy roles that really creep me out a little too consistently. So I'm just going to kind of like, ooh, I don't know. I think I may would... Shuffle over to the other side of the street and disguise it under social distancing. But I'm really freaked out because they play their those very strange roles. Elizabeth Moss is in Shirley, and she gets stranger and stranger and strange. I mean, this is a woman who I bet is a method. Like she throws herself into her roles, and boy, does she give stellar performances. But it's also starring Logan Lerman who we've talked about last week and some other people pop in and you know, immediately I'm thinking misery. (laughs) I don't know what's happening here. (laughs) The posters are just creepy as all get out. You know, is this a comedy? I don't think so. I think (laughs) this is, this is very much of, you know, what is going on here? And, you
0: know, i don't know if i'll be checking it out so we'll see <laughs> she freaks me out remember when she was in the west wing no yeah she was um the president's daughter in the west wing that's where she started elizabeth oh, moss
1: Oh, i did not know that
0: yeah so check well, west. that
1: mm-hmm. totally makes sense she's with all these heavy hitters yeah. who are just knocking it out of the i mean gosh that cast alone
0: mm-hmm Hmm. So, you know, we we think of Mad Men, of course, with her. But no, it was the West Wing.
1: Oh, and um, she's had to deal with Sorkin's language.
0: Exactly. Oh. And did a wonderful job. I mean, she's playing against you-know-who. Yeah. Martin Sheen. Okay? Please.
1: Alice and Jenny. I mean, you've got all yeah. kinds of people.
0: But in particular, probably. Martin Sheen and, and, uh, oh. and Stocker Channing. Stocker Channing. Mm-hmm. Her parents in that show. Okay. Um... And by the way, I'm glad I mentioned that. That's some sunshine for right now. The West Wing. Let's watch that again. Okay. I should. Yeah. And I believe it's still on Netflix. Um, So, what's not on Netflix is Shirley. And in Shirley, we're in the 1940s. It's Vermont. We're at a university. And in the background, there's been a missing student, a woman. They have posters up. Now... In this time, as this is going on, a young couple comes in because the husband wants to be a professor at this university. He's been invited and he's played by Logan Lerman. His young wife, played by Odessa Young, comes along with him, but she's a student herself. She's in college. Does she have to give that up? Hmm. And He has been invited to the university by Michael Stuhlbarg's character, Stanley, who's married to Shirley herself, played by Elizabeth Moss. Shirley is a very serious author, well-known, successful, but an author. Oh, boy. Okay. So this young couple moves in with Shirley and Stanley. And uh, over the course of this, Shirley is uh, the height of disagreeable. I mean, they, at the early on in the movie, they have this dinner party with all their friends. You know, people start talking about her work. She shuts that down quickly. Oh. Mind your business. Oh. Okay, she doesn't say it that way. She says it in a worse way. <laughs> oh my God. I'll put it that way. So she wants to be left alone. She wants nobody in her business, especially when it comes to the writing. But along the way, She starts looking at the wife. There's something about the wife that she's interested in. She wants to get down to the bottom of it. And she figures it out. She blurts it out to people. Oh, Uh, boy. Something her husband doesn't even know. (laughs) And I'm talking about uh, the young wife's husband, Rose's husband. Mm -hmm. Played by Logan Lerman. Now, Logan Lerman's character, Fred, and Stanley. Well, remember, Stanley invited him but what happens when Fred becomes successful at the university is Stanley still happy that he invited him in remember this is all about tenure and so on this is a professorship after all and how many professors are they going to have in this department Hmm? Mm -hmm. so over the course of the movie we start to see how these two couples converge right but here's the question can this young couple actually survive their stay with the professor and Shirley? That's really the question. Because we know there's resentment from the husband, from the professor, and this odd fascination of Shirley's with the young wife might turn sour. Now, what this movie is, it is a psychological thriller, okay? But it's an indie psychological thriller. There's a lot of weirdness here. The music you'll hear. There's atmospherics. I mean, this comes from neon. Okay. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll,
1: there we go. There yeah, we
0: go. I'll come back to that in a moment. However, amidst some of that weirdness and and the atmospherics, it is helmed and guided by a steady hand. So it doesn't quite go off the rails the way you'd expect it to. The music supports this. Camera work supports all of Shirley's in- uh, instability and, and her oddness. Now Moss, as you said, Elizabeth Moss, she acts the role. Yeah. At certain moments, I was like, okay, we could like turn that dial down yep. here.
1: Mm-hmm. We, we
0: could. We could. However... She's balanced nicely by the rest of the core cast, especially by Stolberg playing her husband. He's free. You know, he's just free, having a good time, and being resentful. And (laughs) now this is a man who's been married to Shirley for a long time. There's a certain kind of person who could survive that. Okay. Because she would eat up another man in five seconds. (laughs) So he's no, you know, Lily of the Valley. I'll put it that way. So that was nice seeing them work off of each other. When it comes to Logan and Odessa playing this young couple, they looked the part. And when it comes to Odessa's character, she really is the more developed of the two because of Shirley's connection. And she stands up to Elizabeth, not as a uh, character standing up, but as an actor understanding her place and her role. I did like seeing what uh, Odessa did uh, in that role. It, it all just kind of clicked. Odessa? for the four of them. (laughs) So, I mean, she just fit that role. I mean, because she's grateful for her husband's attention, that she wants more out of life, and she's drawn to unsettling things. There's something going on early on in the movie where you go, hmm, why are you interested in that? So we have a nice contrast for the acting. However, I was always on the outside watching. I was never on that wavelength. I think it could have been a bit more forceful. Uh, now, coming back to Neon, if you're thinking, should I watch this? Do you like Neon movies? Did you like Loose? Did you like Little Woods? Did you like Monos? Did you like The Lodge? It's not like those movies, but it fits. If you put that collection together, it Same would all wheelhouse. make a Same wheelhouse. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Same my question- wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, I mean, just my question, though, at the end was, did it go far enough and fast enough? I don't know that it did, but it certainly is something to watch.
1: Well, you can check out Shirley again. Both of these movies actually starting June 5th. Um, Listen, like we said before, it's their strange batch, these two shows. Very strange batch. If you're really looking for a nice alternative to you know you just kind of want to look at your screen and look at the person sitting next to you going what did i just see these might be for you
0: thanks for listening for additional resources